Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Welcome again, Scrummagers. Adam Peacock alongside James Graham. How are you, Jimmy? I'm very well, thank you. Excited for this afternoon's game. Yes, uh, as we sit here right now. We haven't got to a core stadium for dogs and para, but uh, plenty of good footy to talk about as well. Oh, there's plenty to talk about, but how good's a public holiday? Yeah, it's good. It's With good. a bit of footy on as well. Yeah, easy Great to get game. a park as well. It's oh, fantastic. Easy. And, um, well... The rugby league media's version of Brian Niebling, I would. Uh, Brian I, Niebling. I haven't. I haven't given you a the little horse. Uh, Wasn't he the I'll, horse, Brian Niebling? I wonder why Is they call him that. The yeah. horse. Um, but Queenslander, oh. just a hard-working Queenslander, Brent Reid. How are you, mate? I prefer Gary Larson. Gary Larson. He was yeah. one of the well, great hard-working Queenslanders. So he was a bit like that, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. Hell of a footballer, though. He was. Dallas Johnson. Ruben yes. Cotter. Tackling mate, take a pick. There's so many of us. We just work hard. Fantastic. It's, yeah. it's in our blood. Oh, it's the spirit. It's, the New South Wales don't care about origin, but we uh, do. That's the main thing. It's our heart, mate. Big hearts. Um, should we start with origin, gents? It's, um, Why not? As we, like, we know Queensland's team because they don't have a public holiday in June. They just do things differently, as we all know, up north. And New South Wales, well, it's eking out as we go to air. It seems mm. that uh, Reese Robson has snuck his way into the 17. That would suggest that they're going to go the, the two hookers with Damien Cook, with Uppy out as well, and the, the, the big boys up front, what are they going to do with their middles? But um, Queensland, James, we'll start with them. A few changes, but again, it looks pretty rock solid, and um, we're going to get more of what we saw in Adelaide. Yeah, well, um, obviously with the with, with the injuries for, 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 for Gilbert and to Cobbo, Cobbo as well, yep. um, there, was, there was need for a little bit of, a little bit of change there. Um, look, I, I think that there's no massive surprises. The, the only person um, that I, I guess could have come into contention um, for those would have been Kafusi mm. um, and possibly Christian Welsh had he not been uh, charged um, instead of Mo Fodawaka. But wow, it's a incredibly strong looking team on paper. And even, you know, when Queensland have. Um, not been renowned over previous years for their for their depth or their stocks. You know, you look at the bench or the, the sorry, the eighteenth and nineteenth man, Brimson, who's played before, and Corey Horsburgh, who you know couldn't have done much more. Corey Horsburgh's one of those players that had he been from New South Wales, mm. people in New South Wales would have said, "Well, he he would have played twenty Origins for Queensland by now." You know, <laughs> he's that type of player. But um, due to the you know, the, the the quality and the class that Queensland have in those forward positions. Horsburgh, unfortunately, is uh, a bit far down the pecking order. Yeah, and they've got Xavier Coates in for Cobo, so that's that's pretty handy. Coates has been yeah. to the Origin Arena before. You've got Jeremiah, Jeremiah Nanai back fit and playing yeah. for the Cowboys. He's straight in, and Mo Fodawaka, who won't let himself down again, Reedy. So yeah. once again, Queensland is just going to win up at Suncorp. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan, Adam. <laughs> uh, Fodawaka's been outstanding in recent weeks. He was really, really good on, uh, when did they play? Thursday night. Thursday night, Thursday night. Yeah. He was outstanding on Thursday night, Mo Fodawaka. Um, look, Nanai came from nowhere last year. Well, not from nowhere, but was mm. a star last year. He only, is he one? Two games back. Two games back? One. One, one, back. one against, against the Storm. So the suspension. That, yeah, and I think that's only his first game since round nine. Yeah. So the, the argument was Kafusi hasn't played enough football um, this year, but you know, Jeremiah and Nana mm. hasn't played uh, that much more than him. Um, I, I guess that for, for me, you know, looking at this 
this team, I, I speak about the the stocks that they have. That's the only real surprise omission oh, uh, is Kafusi. Kafusi. Oh, I'm not surprised he brought in Nanai though, um, Jimmy, because he just has a knack for. He's, he was outstanding at Origin last year, and he's just got a great knack for being in the right place at the right time. But, but scoring it, tries. But is that what Queensland need? Well, maybe they think they're going to blow them off the park, Jimmy. But up see, in Suncorp. Why not? See, the, why the, not? Well, I guess um, the the other way you could look at it is put Kafusi in there. New South Wales are going to have um, a new halfback that's going to be under pressure. And when you're already under pressure, you look up and you see Kafusi there. You think, oh God. Can I ask? Would you not? Would it not be? A young guy like Nanai who's spent that amount of time in the sidelines as a pol- as opposed to an older guy like Felice, would it not be easier for Nanai to, I don't know, would, would, is that a difference in respectively coming back after a period of time off at the ages they're at and Felice being, you know, he's a lot older in his career? Does, it make a, does that make a difference? Oh, I don't think so. No, okay. No, I don't think so. I, look, I, I thought perhaps the, the experience of Kafusi and the fact that he's been a, a, a top edge back row for for a number of years. He's been in great systems at Melbourne, done such a good job for Queensland and Australia, respectively. Obviously, he's doing a, a great job at, at the Dolphins as well. And when he's playing, when he's playing, unfortunately, you know, the suspension has got the, seven the better weeks. Is it this year so far? <clears throat> yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, yeah. look, I mean, the, Coach Billy Slater was was not shy with his um, with his selections and. You know, he, he opted for that, that youthful approach um, when it came to some key positions. When you when you think of you know the decision to to put the the hammer in there um, over um, uh, Gay Guy mm. in, in in Origin One, um, that that came for some as a a, a little bit of a I guess a, a shock. Yeah, it did so it was a shock. Um, wasn't a shock after he did what he did. No, in the game. I, absolutely not. So. Um, you know, and even you know, not to have the experience of Christian Welsh in the team last time, you know, I think that that was a you know a knowledgeable call from Billy Slater, where he he looked at it and assessed it, and and it it, it was certainly the right call um, after the performance um, of of everyone in that seventeen. So, um, look, he would have stewed over this, and it was no not an easy decision, but um, yeah, I think you've got to you've got to back him based off the evidence of of game one. Winning gives you clear thought and losing muddles your mind. Do you get the feeling, Reedy, from what you're hearing in the last week that New South Wales selectors, and if you're listening to this after the New South Wales mm-hmm. team's been selected, you, you take this with a grain, but... Well, it sounds like uh, they're all over the shop. They're all over honest. the shop. That's, That's what, what it sounds like. But, but, but what, because people are, because it's the choice paradox. They've got so many people, so people will toss up names. Love it when Jimmy and people like up up no, but it sounds like there's no names. clarity amongst, like, there's clubs out there today as we talk... You talk to them this morning. I've spoken to a few clubs, and they say they've had no guidance. They've got no idea what New South Wales has given them. No indication about which direction they're going and what they're doing. Because the clubs uh, don't need to know. Well, they are their players, Jimmy. You've got to communicate. There's got to be some communication. Well, because the but perhaps that Freddie Fitler and his staff know. If we start blabbing to the clubs, then it all leaks out. Doesn't stop yeah. them in the past. People Why like they Brent decided Reed to call up and get the now. info and put it on the internet. Well, I reckon they are dead set all over this. I don't think they know what's going on. And I'll tell you what wouldn't help them yesterday is Nico going well, out, playing like Nico did yesterday. That hasn't helped them because, um, well, maybe it has helped them. Maybe it has given them clarity. But I, I honestly, I think they're, they're muddled. I don't think they, I don't think they, at the moment, mm. I think they're going into so you th- this you, game you, at four you, o'clock. You, you think Sarvo. going into this game at four o'clock, he doesn't know his team? Yes. 
Yes. How, how many positions before the weekend do you think were up for grabs? And, and how many of those are legitimate in terms of like injury and, and head knock? Well, the halfback, halfback was up for grabs, right? You think it generally was up for grabs? Yes. Yep. I think the utility spot on the bench was up for grabs. The 14. The hooker spot's up for grabs now, obviously. Is the half, is the 14 up for grabs because the is the person that played 14 going to take the half? So then therefore it becomes available. Well, I, may, I might have said maybe before yesterday. But now I'd, I'd, I'm not sure how you can pick Nico after yesterday. And I love Nico as a player. I think he's a fantastic player. Great bloke. We all know that. We, you know, ornament to the game. But they didn't know how to use him in Origin 1. He would have been the logical guy to come in in Origin 2. But how do you pick him after the way he played on Sunday against but, the Storm? Right. He was involved for two hours, right? When the, the Sharks went back-to-back hours. Mm. But the, the, the Sharks were were woeful across the yeah, park. They were I don't think it, I don't think it was, you know, particularly just Nico. But I'm not, take, I'm not but saying it was that, just Nico. But, okay, but okay, well are New South Wales gonna react from one game, one eighty minute game, and a couple of really bad moments versus the past eighteen months of no, sheer no, quality. But, but I would also say you've got to combine that with the fact that they're going to Suncorp. Nico's never started an origin game. Um he hasn't played a lot of big games in his career. Okay, well, that argument, he's not started an origin game. The other two contenders, how many have they started? Well, Mitch has played one. Okay. That's one more than Nico. That, that they lost. And he's played a grand final. He's played in big games. Yeah, so it's Nico, Nico's played a grand final. Yeah. yeah 2020. He hasn't played a lot of big games, I'm saying. And did Nico, was off the bench in 2020? Or was he just outside the squad? No, I think he came off the bench. Came off the bench. Okay. Yeah. He hasn't started. Oh, all right. Okay, okay well... You, 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 we'll talk about all the reasons not to pick Nico, but yeah. how about all the reasons to pick him? What? Yeah, he's not been there before, so he's not he's not he's not felt a a real loss. Jimmy, I he's actually not... I actually don't care who they pick. I don't think it matters. Here we but go. What I'm saying is, I don't think <laughs> I don't think they will pick him. I don't think Sunday would have helped. What about this? Is I question, think they were Jimmy? already leaning away from picking him. Uh, all the mail so... <clears> earlier <throat> in the week was they were going to go with Mitch Moses. All the mail. Yeah. Pre game, everyone one. heard but it. The... Pre-game but, one. But then you, you, just to, to go into bat for, for New South Wales mm. a little bit, and you're saying they're all over the place. Mm. I think some of that is um, the causation of uh, of injury, the causation of um, some n- niggling injuries and, mm. and so, some doubt there whether some players will be fit or, or not be fit. I think they'd, they'd be pretty solid across the board and they'd have like, okay, well, if Latrell doesn't play, here's where we go. If Murray isn't fit, here's where we go. I'm sure that's that's got a lot to do with it. And, and, then, that, that, like, and then that generates conversation, like it would have been, like it would have happened with Queensland. And Regan Campbell Gillard's got to play the Savo, and if he gets through, maybe he comes in instead of Daniel Safidi. So they got a lot of balls in the air. Have they made up, have they? RCG and oh, Penrith boys. But apparently, he's in the mix if he gets through the Savo. Here's a question for you both: Pre-game one, say if Nathan went down pre-game one, would it have been automatic that Nico would have gone into the number seven? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's changed in the last three weeks? I, I agree. Well, is it Nico's performances? I would say he's had a bad performance. He he missed a big tackle in Origin. Do they at the trust end of that him game? in the, in the centres? Yeah, in the centres, but he still missed it. But no, 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 no. Hold on, let me take you back. <laughs> take me back. Take you back to that. To, <laughs> take to, me back. To, to, you're talking about the Tabby Dye for those try. Yes, not his fault. Okay, not his fault. Made like <laughs> um, no, no, no. If you if you you watch that play back, yeah, where Nico is. Um, 
Munster should have been tackled by Liam Martin. Well, probably, but he also missed the tackle. But that's the, the, well, there's a common misconception where people look at missed tackles. James Maloney, key example, mm. missed tackles. Hmm. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Missed tackles, kind of like there's, the, you know, they're, they're saying there's lies, damn lies in yeah. statistics. Missed tackles don't aren't always a true reflection on how good a defend defender you are or a system of defense that you. I'm not saying he's a bad defender. I know, but but you're I'm you're, you're saying tackle. you're saying he missed a big tackle, but yes. I'm saying it wasn't his fault. That's I understand that, but I'm still saying he missed the tackle. Yeah, but that it's irrelevant. Well, it's not irrelevant. It's it going to try that what an orange no, 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 game but, off but, 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 okay, but you're looking at it through the lens of, okay, well, he missed the tackle, yeah. but it wasn't his fault for the line break cause. I understand that, but what I'm saying is he still missed the tackle. I'm aware of that. <laughs> but if you're breaking that <laughs> well, down... We're going if, around in circles, if you're, if you're breaking that down as a coach, yeah. it's not Nico Hines' okay, fault. Okay, well, you know, let's ignore that then. Let's ignore okay, that. Okay, but you've, you've highlighted that as a major concern of why Nico Hines shouldn't be picked. I didn't say it was a major concern. Or one of the reasons. Yeah. So I'm... I, s- I'm Refuting that. Okay, let's okay ignore that. Take that out then. The fog, we'll the fog around this question though is <laughs> defensively. Nico Hines is he up to it in Origin when he's going to have to tackle for eighty minutes when they're going to target him? Is he? Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think he's a bad defender. Yeah, well, I'm not it. saying that, he's a bad defender. I never. You're saying he missed one. I'm tackle. saying he missed one tackle. That a big led moment to a try that game. wasn't his fault. And, 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 and that played on his mind. Pretty. If you talk to people who were there after that game, that that game, he was blaming himself for that loss. Yeah, because that's what good shares. players do. I acknowledge that. But then he's got to go to uh, Suncorp Stadium in front of fifty thousand seething Queenslanders, uh, coming off arguably one of the worst games of his life. Um, and try and save the series for New South Wales. I've said it before. I don't think it's fair on him. I don't think it's the right thing to do by him. I'm sure he'd handle it, but I'm saying I don't think it's the right yeah. thing to do so, by so, him. See, so, so I think for, for me, I, I I pick Nico. Like hearing him speak uh, publicly about about wanting this, he's not scared by the occasion. I think he'd be he'd go up there full of confidence. Look, who, whoever whoever wears that number seven jersey, even if it, Nathan Cleary was going to be under a heap of pressure. Let's 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 look at an alternative universe where here clearly doesn't do his hamstring against the dragons. Like the pressure's on him anyway to perform. Like yeah. can he go up there and get the job done? He's the best player in the game. He he took Penrith back to back champions. You know they might have mm. an opportunity again, but he's you know the talk would be oh he hasn't delivered enough in Origin. He'd be under immense amount of pressure. Absolutely. If it's Reynolds or if it's Moses, they're going to be under pressure. But I think Hines has done enough in order to warrant the privilege of that pressure that this. This brings like what? Why keep him waiting? Yeah, fair enough. When you put it like that, a one thing that had me uh, a little despondent on Saturday night was the fact that, and it was so needless. It was Jared just being Jared late in a game, and Liam's gone up to try and whack him, and then bang. So <sighs> now we're down. For I would put him down as one of New South Wales' most important players. The way he plays, yeah. the role he plays, the straight running he provides, on an edge. It's down to an independent doctor assessment whether or not he gets goes from cat two to cat one. Do, do you know what? Or cat one to cat two, I do, should say. Well, he it won't be going from cat one to cat two because he was undoubtedly a cat one. Hmm. Like there's no, you can't question that. It's just whether or not. Um, I think the protocols in place now is he has to be um, symptom free for the first forty eight hours, and then pass. Basically, fundamentally, he's got to pass an honesty test. Hmm. So, but let me before we get into protocols he has to pass like I love Liam Martin and what mm. he brings to a game and what he brings to his team and I'm as guilty as sin for doing exactly what he did Yeah, when you just can't help yourself it's actually a really poor tackle 
technique. He hits him with the wrong shoulder. And it's coming off a set restart as well. But when you're just in that zone... And, and the six red, minutes to and go. The red mist and you're leading and by game, 24 points. And the game's points. over. And you know you've got... <laughs> you doing, yeah, you know, you know you've got Origin around the corner. Like, But that's why he is who he is. Yeah. Like, because... He, he, he's got time to think and consider his tackle technique. There's mm. been a melee, there's been breaking play, so the line's set. So it's a left shoulder tackle. Mm. And he goes in and something happens and he goes to hit with the right. And I've done that exact tackle myself before. And I've just, and you know what? The worst thing is, I didn't even learn from that. I did it again another year. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, I've only gone and done it again. You're like Bart Simpson but, with a cupcake, couldn't yeah, stop touching it. But you know, you just like, <laughs> oh, I'm getting you, zapped. You, you, the, the, the scary thing about that is, there's no such thing as a good concussion or a bad concussion. They're all they're all bad and they've all got potential consequences. But you could just see, and again, I've been in that position before where you're like, you, you you back up, you're trying to get back in the line, and then when the game stops and you don't quite know what's going on, mate, you could have told him he was at Panthers and he would have gone, oh yeah, like, am I? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was very concerning. But then, and again, this is a position I've been in where in finals, knocked out on live TV on a Saturday. Uh, oh, sorry, on a Sunday, and you've got a finals game six days later. Hmm. What are you going to do? What's Liam Martin going to do? He's going to play. He's going he's gonna to want to play. Hmm. But based off my um, shallow knowledge, I, I've, not, I've never met him before, but just observing, he's going to put his hand up to play, and whether or not that's the right thing to do, I, hmm. I, I don't know. I, I look back and question some of my own decisions to, to play, Mm. And my answers, but I'll live and die by those. And and that wasn't uh, that's not a throwaway line. I I I knew what I was setting myself up for, potentially setting myself up for. Yeah. And um, and then going into that Origin Arena, you know, the, the research around second impact syndrome and things like that. This is a, a, a huge call for for Liam Martin. Do we know why it's the eleven days? Has that been explained? Well, I th- from from my understanding, and I'm not it, saying it's a bad yeah. thing or a good thing. I just want so, to know why it's so eleven. So from from my understanding, it's um. You know, and I think Abdo came out and said this that it was to, you know, not let players. Or sorry, yeah, the the, the advice would be not to let them play the following week. But obviously, then or, uh, Origin throws in a, a, another curveball because really, if you look at like the med, I've spoken to a medical professional about this, but the medical literature very rarely will something be um, hard and ele- fast rule. Well, no, very rarely would you use the term eleven days. Mm. Usually it's in like five and tens, five, ten, fifteen, twenties, or then weeks. Yeah. So the the term eleven days is strange in the medical community. So look, it's it, the, these rules are in to basically to to try and help protect players from themselves. Mm. Um, but that some don't want to be but, protected, like yourself. Well, you were quite exactly. happy. To... And also when it, you know. If Liam Martin is denied the opportunity to play, you'd have to put the um, support systems around him because this is a big deal for a for a young man. On a one day difference, yeah. Say if he does that on Friday night, he's free to play. Yeah, and 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 this means uh, means a lot to him. Bit of breaking news. Here we go. Latrell and Cam Murray are being cleared to play. Okay, that's good. Not allowed to train till Sunday. Ooh, that breaks the Freddie rule though. Uh, yep. So they're not allowed to train by who? Salves or? Salves have got an agreement. With the New South Wales Rugby League, they will not train until Sunday. But they've trained this morning. They've been cleared to play, cleared to pick in the team. Um, and there's, they've agreed on a rehabilitation program, which will mean they will not train before Sunday. And the South staff will be allowed to go to New South Wales training and observe 
Hang on. Everything that goes Campbell, on. Wasn't Campbell Graham ruled out because he couldn't play for the, uh, couldn't train for the first four days in Origin mm. 1? Mm. Potentially. I don't, they're making rules up. Who are? And breaking them. Well, no, well, all the word was, and you, you'd no, know. No, but that's not, that, that's not, New South Wales Rugby League haven't set that. That's what South mm. have, yeah, have agreed to with the, New, I, New South, I, South I, Wales it, had their own hard yeah. and fast rules about yeah. who could Well, he, they haven't been picked yet. I'm just saying mm. they've given them the green so light to pick them. Half a chance they'll pick Luttrell. Can't worry, they're decent players. They're, they're okay. Anyway, if, if you're new, if you're if you're a Blues supporter, that's big news, right? Those guys yeah. are available to Huge play news. by the looks of it. Hugh Latrell is is key to New South Wales chances. Yeah. I think it's quite a sad state of affairs, though, that they can't trust the athlete and trust the staff. Mm. Well, that, like, but Jim, that's um, Jimmy. That's what I was talking about earlier, where I was saying there's been a lack of communication with the clubs. That's part of the reason that. There is a lack of trust, but the, some of the cl- clubs don't believe that the New South Wales Rugby League has contacted them, um, kept them up to date and how their players are. And then we've seen some soft tissue injuries come out of origin. Yeah, and the that's... view is that, you know, so, r- rightly or wrongly, the, some of the clubs believe that um, there need to be more contact between um, the New South Wales Rugby League and, and the clubs over their athletes and how they were trained and, and Look, how they were treated. I, I, I get it, but what what do you what on earth do you think is going on down there in New South Wales that they can't like they're, they're doing some groundbreaking thing? They're coming back with these soft tissue injuries. Like Cody Walker got a soft tissue injury at training for Souths. What what we always look to blame. We like we like I think sports science has done a lot for our game, mm. but sometimes these sports scientists. Mm-mm. What I, I I just I I I get. A little bit frustrated at, at their their approach, um, and I have good reason for for that. I think some of the studies that they design training programs on are uh, conducted on non rugby league players. So yeah, you know, you do the math in terms of where these soft. Oh, you oh my god, you 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 did too many high speed meters. No, you're gonna have to take you <laughs> off the field. Tell you what. Do one. I'm going to look after myself. <laughs> it used to drive me crazy. Yeah. Like, it, like you'd see them flapping over high-speed meters. Get them off. It's like, well, hang on a minute. We've got to practice this drill. Were you on a, re- were you on a reduced schedule at the end of your career, though? Did you do less training? Oh, I do. I'd, hey, I'd play the get-me-out-of-contact card every now and then. <laughs> oh, you know, I'd always try and play yeah. that. But yeah, so we've got a job to do. We've got, we've got to practice it. Okay. Yeah. Players ran too many high-speed meters. But then we don't know what we're doing. We we've got to work on combinations. You yeah. know what I mean? It's there's got to be a give and take, bit of give and take. But yeah. some some of these high performance people, they that they just think that that is like everything is how high speed meters and distance covered. It's like well, we can't go over that. It's so big, we're almost if we've got some work more work to do. It's big yeah. news on the trail though. I mean, he is he's the sort of guy who grew up there and relished playing at Suncorp Stadium in front of. He's the man. There's fifty thousand seething Queenslanders. I spoke. He loves that mm. being. The, the man on the biggest stage. And if I'm a queen, well, I am a Queenslander. I was going to say, if I'm a Queenslander, well, I am a Queenslander. Sure about that, that worries me. Mm. Like that's mm. for me. Good. And seeing the way Tommy played on the weekend, um, you know, you've got that threat of Tommy and Latrell mm. back in the centers for New South Wales. That's, that's a massive concern. It, it, this, this game now, and it already was, this is set up for Latrell Mitchell. Yes. Like it, the, the script couldn't have been written any better yeah. for Latrell Mitchell to go up there Play, have the game of his life and rescue the series for New South Wales. Put on a decider down here at a core stadium. Watch it sell out. Jimmy, we can't have that because then then I'll have to buy all your lot lunch. Oh. 
when he, I, I, when all I know is I'm getting a free buddy. feed one way or the other, and, a, and there's no price to pay. <laughs> Could not give a flying who <laughs> wins. Actually, you know the old, about my bank. It's greatest ever. Woody's got a bigger bank. When they came up with his bet, I'm like looking at you going, "How good is this?" Yeah, I know. Like dropping the ocean for Woodsy. That saying is, "There's no such no such thing as a free lunch." Well, there is. There's no. There's going to be no trickle down effect. Like, hey, remember that time I got you that? Sorry. I'll have to miss a mortgage payment. Would you be fine? <laughs> I'm sure the bank will be okay with that. Absolutely. Um, New South Wales record, correct me if I'm wrong, Rudy. Mm. I reckon under Freddie, we've, uh, New South Wales have won one game at Suncorp. I think they've lost eight of their past ten up there. Jeez. I think it's a record. So, Stinker. But it was two years ago when Tommy and Latrell were in the centres together and they smashed Queens. I think it was 20. I looked it up the other day. I think it was 26-0 or something. It was a carve-up. So um, different teams. Now, obviously, well, Queens is a different team under Billy and – um, they've got some new new faces in there uh, since that time. So, mm. you know, I don't, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I, I think you know better than me, Jimmy, going to a place where you, um, you're despised and loathed. Sometimes it can get the better of you as an, op- as an opposition player. Well, sometimes th- I, you can rise to the occasion. Well, well right? that's it. I think d- different characters, different, yeah. um, personnel th- thrive off it. Yeah. Um, but you know, your approach to begin the game is, you know, they're all going to be fired up, ready to take it on. It's just if and when Queensland get an ascendancy, yep. when you get in that hole, can you dig yourself like, out can, of it? Well, do you try and dig yourself out of it or do you put some ropes up there to climb out of it? Because yeah. th- th- that's when it's hard. It's all right going there. We're going to take this on. But when the shit hits the fan, <laughs> which, you know, it will, yeah. that that's a difficult <laughs> yeah. one. And, and, you know, you, 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 you do see some players sort of retreat and just, you know, you just start to pray for the final hooter to go. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's having the, the characters like Latrell that, you know, can perhaps be, you know, a similar situation to, to the first game in game one. Okay, well, we need, we need two tries in the last 10 minutes and then Latrell comes to life and, and rescues the series. Hey guys, uh, to club footy, Newcastle, Brisbane, great finish to this game. Cracking game. Newcastle left one out there again, mm. I reckon. Um, Brisbane got out of it, which was fantastic. But really, uh, you picked up something that still doesn't make sense. You know what I found amazing? It was a couple of things in the last minute of this game when Newcastle still had a chance to win it. Mm. They packed. They had to pack a quick scrum. Kalen was at, well in the last minute. Kalen Pong barely touched the ball. And Kalen was outstanding. He was like the old Kalen. But in the last minute when they really needed to go to him, he didn't touch the ball. Then, then they, set, they, they quickly packed a scrum. Kalen was the half-pack of the scrum. Mm. They got a penalty from that scrum. And rather than repack it, they took a tap. But I'm interested, Jimmy. And I was thinking about this afterwards, you know. In basketball, when the game's on the line... You, you always look for that one guy. Like it used to be Michael mm. Jordan. They get the ball to Jordan. Everyone else clears out. So if you knew, what, I wonder why no one's thought of this. In the last minute of a game or the last few seconds, you get the scrum. You set it up in the middle of the field. You put all your back line on one side of the field. And you put Kale and one out on the other side of the field. Why does, why, why does no one ever do that? And say, do your best against Kalen. The halfback throws a long ball from the scrum to Kalen. He's one on one on the on the bloke opposite. I think I think some covered would come from the scrum. Well, mm. that's why I'm saying you throw a long ball from the scrum. Yeah, so the but cover they get across. Get well, they cover the yeah, well, cover the could outside. That work? No, no, I just I, had a theory this morning. No, no, I was I, here. Could well, that work? It it potentially could. So I um who did I see? I think it may have been the 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 bulldogs um pack a scrum in the middle and do the split four and two. So it. But, 
so basically you you, you go you don't premeditate the call you go where is the best option so if the defenders split four and two you go two on two mm. and take that mm. and if they split three and three and three you go the four on three so there's I, I really like that idea, but I wouldn't just put Pong on his own. Hmm. I, I'd, I'd give him some help and support, but it is strange how, because for me, the the only reason the scrum still exists in our game is for a, attacking, a, a greater attacking opportunity. Yeah. So when you are faced with that decision of, okay, well, Brisbane Broncos can see the penalty from the scrum, you, you always repack you it. The scrum, you right? always, always, yeah. always, always repack it. If you look yeah. at if you're chasing points. They played so well in that game, Newcastle, but in the last minute they made some really dumb decisions. And they probably they didn't deserve to lose that game. No, I thought they, they were they, the better team. Yeah, I think I th- I think you're right and that's fair. And I think um O'Brien after the game spoke about he's he's never seen a, a team prepare like that. Now yeah. for for Newcastle psychologically now they they prepared really well. They did all they ticked all the boxes. They went through that process of preparation and application in the game, but they didn't get the desired outcome. So as a playing group, um, they've got to know that those desired outcomes will come because they're not guaranteed. You're not going to be able to guarantee a result, but you can guarantee or at least with a great de- deal of certainty, prepare that way mm. and you'll you'll get the win more often than not. Great yeah. signs from Cal. It was a great matchup, the two fullbacks going at it on Saturday yeah. night. Kalen and Reese Walsh, and at the end of the game, obviously they embraced. Mm. And but you know, I think Kalen put a hit on him in late in that second half. It was was vintage Kalen, and it was just well, Kalen did him as well on one of those tries, yeah. didn't he? It was, He's just electric, Reese mm. Walsh. Do you find it odd that um, Billy hasn't put him in his eighteen instead of AJ, AJ Brimson? Well, Kalen said, "No, yeah. I'm I'm out this series." Kalen's told Billy that. Don't. Don't well, pick me. He had a conversation with Billy. What if Reese uh, Walsh goes down in game two? Well, he? Uh, he was asked that question. I think after the game, he said. I'm 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 with Newcastle. Right. Only this Newcastle series. Be happy it's very that. clear that he's made it mm. only for this series. But just had a look at the draw, by the way. So that that's good for Newcastle because I'll get him against the Roosters, and we'll get to the Roosters next. Mm. But I even like I've said a week ago. I said pick Mitch Moses as the halfback back um, instead of Nathan Cleary. I'm absolutely doubling down on that now, given that Para are playing Manly next Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That means Mitch. <laughs> Is that it's difficult with this eighteenth, nineteenth man, and yeah. I, I get it if you're you're in the starting lineup. But guys, the the Chooks doesn't mm. matter. Like they'll they'll miss Teddy for this um, game against Newcastle this coming weekend, and Lindsay Collins, and Lindsay Collins, who's probably been their best, most consistent yeah. forward all season. What on earth is going on there? Because that on Saturday night they got blown away by a team without Nathan Cleary. Mm. Great from Penrith, fantastic performance. Um, Fords just played. The roosters pack off the park until Jared decided to get um, descended into a bit of chaos towards the end. But what's going on with the roosters? Well, they they appear to me like a team that's short on confidence, and when things aren't going against them, they've got no resilience. When things start going against not them, they basically combo. capitulate. No. no, well, it's not at the moment. They they've been terrible. Um, it's very unlike a Trent Robinson side because um, you know they've been successful over the years. Robbo's won three three comps, I think. Um, and he's always turned out good footy teams that are always in the mix. But the way that, look, they're still in the top eight mix at the moment. Mm. But you'd say even if they got there, they'd be cannon fodder the way they're playing. Yeah, it it it's so strange. Uh, I said this on the Sunday Simbin. Um, they remind me of the Real Madrid Galacticos with That's, Figo, yeah. Zidane, 
um, Beckham. Beckham. Beckham era, yeah, 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 where they got all these stars together. And yeah, they were super successful. But then when they, they fell, they, they really fell. And they, they will come mm. good again, just like Real Madrid did. But you just, you, you sort of look around and you're like, how's this, yeah. how's this happening? Why are a team with so many good players <laughs> and a great coach, great infrastructure, money, no problem. Mm. Like, h- how's it happening? I think. They need they, some bodies back there, they, Jimmy. Yeah, they, well, think, well, like they, big time. They, they do need, they do need some body bodies back, but, but, but all teams go through, through this. And then I'll take you back to, um, a couple of years ago, where where, where they they had the the worst injury crisis that yeah. I think they've ever gone through. Remember Brett, yeah. the, the Brett Morris's final year? Yeah, they were dropping like flies. Yeah, I wonder whether or not there's still a hangover from that, yeah. uh, from the players that had to expend so much energy in those couple of seasons that they, you know, it, it's hard to get back. And you know, you know, they've been active in the market for next year. They they were active in the market for next year anyway. Yeah. And they went early last year as well, so maybe that's a sign that you know he does need to to churn over some of those players. But for this season, um, their next three games, and I know that they would never say this publicly, but you know it's a week at a time and all that. But I think their next three games are so so important mm. uh, in the context of this season. That's coming up against the Knights, Canberra, Manly. Then they've got the bye. Now those three games, with all due respect to those teams at the moment, they. They're three games the Roosters need to win, mm. and based off j- just looking at the, the the ladder and the table this year, those three wins will catapult them mm. into you know a, a greater position to to play playoffs come come the end of the year, which I still think they can because we keep like we keep waiting for them to come good. They were they were my tip to win the premiership. They were heavy favourites to win it. I still. Th- I, I'll never write them off just off the talent that they've oh, got. Yeah. So if they click, they cannot win it. You put a line through. I they think if they click, if they if they if they manage to get it right, you know, it, you know, you you forget what's happened at the start of the season. Do they you? Got, oh, sorry, go. They got Spencer Lenu coming next season. That'll mm. be a fun and enough. Dom Young. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of what happened yeah, on Saturday yeah. night. That'll be fine, though, Jimmy. Right, yeah. They always have blues on the field and they just yeah. move on, don't oh, they? Mate, you, you're not going to carry that divot for. What the next six months? Spencer Lanyu is an interesting one for New South Wales potential as well. I think yeah. he was nailed on before the injury um, to his testicle, from memory serving me right. So it'd be interesting to see if if he comes back into contention. Well, similar mm-hmm. to the Nico Hines of, um, yeah, he was in, or he was oh, next. Every time you yeah, mention that, <laughs> do you uh, do you think Sammy Walker's two weeks back, two weeks away, right? Two or three weeks away. Do you think when Sammy Walker comes back, it's time to end the Joey Manu experiment, put him back in the centres? It's, it's strange that with Manu, isn't it? That that that, that, that that's that, that's that similarity of the Galacticos, yeah. where you got this star player. He's in his arguably preferred position, but it just doesn't seem to be no. to be happening for him. Like yeah. I thought them when I thought that okay, Roosters didn't start the season. I. Ideally, you know, for for a number of reasons, but I thought the the move from Marnie to five eight was like this was going to be oh, wow, no looking back now. Poor old Sammy Walker's never going to get a look in, mm. Mm. but just Marnie hasn't hasn't fired hasn't or not. It, and I guess it? Robinson and his staff will will know looking at it about how to to get him more involved, set, setting that up for him to be become more involved. But I think you know it, it might be. 
might be time to U-turn on that decision and, yeah. and give give Walker some game time. But they just seem a bit more bat. Like if you look at their outside backs at the moment, no Swali either. Mm. They just look. I think they look really thin in the three quarter line. It's not a. You don't look at it and go, well, that's three quarter line's going to win me a competition. But when you put Manu there and Swali and Walker and Kiri in your halves, mm. it looks Tupo a lot on more. the Tupo's yeah. been missed. Yes, he's he's been really missed. I think you know for all the Roosters. Um, superstars that that they have and what what have won them titles over the years and Tedesco and players like that. Mm. I think Daniel Tupu's uh, contribution has been fantastic. The the quick play the balls that he can generate, the yardage carries, you know, it's yeah. not necessarily all about meters. He does so much for that team. Well there's a lot to be said about having your, your best players available all the time. And we we know that across the whole competition and it's difficult at origin time to do that. But Anthony Seabold, after Manly's win on Friday night, came up with a really interesting stat that kind of gets lost when you look at Manly's season and go, oh, it's all about Josh Schuster and, you know, he's he's been sent away and all this. Seabold said that four times they've had their spine. So Croker, DCE, Schuster, Tommy, they put on 160 points. Mm. Now, the average was up the other night by putting nearly 60 on hapless Dolphins who talk of teams who need uh, their bodies back. Dolphins do, and they'll appreciate the buy. But that's an extraordinary result. from And you, you, obviously watching Manly pretty closely, closer than any other team, their power game at the advantage line was like it was huge. They would have beaten most sides the other night. So when they have those four, and it's it's across the competition, if, if you get yeah. your best players but, playing. But again, the, 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 the counter argument to that is that Schuster wasn't injured. Yeah. Mm. So, but he was not fit for selection. So I can totally understand yeah. why they did what they so, did. So that's a bit of a, a message to Josh, isn't it? To mm. say, mate, this is how important you can be to this team. He mm. looked in great nick. Well, uh, he looked in great nick, actually. Mm. I spoke to him after the game. Um, he looks in good condition. The interesting thing is, obviously, Manly have made him a mega offer to keep him um, at the club beyond his off contract at the end of the next year. They've offered him $2.5 million over three years extension. And that that sends a message about how much they want him at the club, Jimmy. Obviously, mm. because there's lots of rumours about the West Tigers hovering around Josh Schuster. So one point two, two point five. No, 2. but 5. I'm saying the Tigers were in for one point well, two. No, well, I, I think that was the figure that was yeah, thrown I, at them. That was never going to happen. Good. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a figure. Well, they've denied. They've denied it. Yeah. And his agents denied it. But that was report. That was that was rumour that was doing the round. So he was offered. Mm. I think it was five years, six million dollars or some. Crazy amount of money, but you got to also that performance on Saturday, uh, what Friday, Friday night. night. Um, Manly were really good, but geez, the Dolphins they look cooked. They're awful. Yeah, Brinko Lee in the second row. They look they look as though they're a team that's on tilt and have been for a while. And they've mm. got a lot of injuries, um, and they've been really courageous here. They've been really um, they've they've had a go most weeks, but they just, they look gone. Yeah, it's going to be Wayne's him for. I reckon Wayne's him for a really difficult period the next three or four weeks. Well, he'll get some bodies back, and the the week is godsend. The week yeah, off, the week is off a godsend for him. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't underestimate him. But mainly when they when they've got everyone available, hmm. it's like most teams in this yeah. comp, right? When they've got everyone available, they can all hmm. they're all competitive. Yeah, mainly right in the mixer for for top eight. Hmm. But for top eight, but, but you look at say a Penrith the other night without Nathan. That's the benchmark. Yeah, a performance like that away from just, home, big crowd, just. What what impresses me most about Penrith, and you know, I think back to my own comments about them at the start of the season, uh, losing to St Helens, losing to the, the Broncos, um, that 
they still had that defense, and that's mm. what's winning them the games. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. foundation of their success. They're tight and games. Yeah. They, 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 they are by far and away the best defensive team in this competition. You could see that structurally, how they set up their defense. Um, one player comes out, another player comes in, and they, you know, they're, they're just magnificent. But um, uh, system-wise, system they're outstanding. You know, I thought losing Kikau defensively was going to rock them, but yeah. they've just... You know, they, they put someone else in there. They give them a simple job. They know their role. They they have each other's back. And, like, mm. th- there was times they were thinking, oh, the Roosters would score against probably, you know, 15 other NRL teams. But Panthers have got those big, those big pink jerseys right in the picture. Um, Cooper Cronk put it really well at the start of the year. He said, and he's been through it with Melbourne. He said, oh, look, don't even worry about finishing top. Just try and get into that top four mm. and then hit the ground running. And you get that feeling that they're built, that they're slowly yeah. bubbling away, bubbling away. But given the close nature of the competition, you feel like they haven't had their greatest season. Guess who's number one at the moment? Mm. Penrith on top. Yeah, well. Brisbane. Yeah. They, Buys they and everything. Yeah, they're twisting they have, it. Brisbane but, have won two more games on them. I yeah. think but Penrith would, would likely be favourites, but I think there's two teams that could genuinely beat them this year. Who, at the moment, you got Jimmy Brisbane. Broncos and uh, Souths. Yeah, and then there's you know those the, trio have been the most consistent yeah. teams. And then like the you know, Storm the, have the, been a the, bit like the, this. The Storm and... have been up and down, but Storm mm. on their day. And then you know if if Pappenhausen comes back, yep. that that's a a frightening prospect. And then you know there's some teams that have got a run in them, like the Roosters, like Manly, and there are a couple of other teams Sharkies, there as well. Sharkies, Sharkies Canberra put together. Yep. Yeah, mm. yeah, interesting competition. So is this segment. On this particular show, the Monday Scrum, here it is. Read about it. Read about it. Read his mail. He does this a few times a week, but he saves all his best stuff for this. <laughs> Don't you ready? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> look, obviously the big news, yeah, one of, of the big stories of the weekend was Luke Brooks um, informing the Tigers on Sunday that he was going to market. They made him a two-year extension. Uh, a two-year extension with one point about around one point one million dollars. Obviously, he wasn't um, happy about it. No, well, I think that I, I don't necessarily think that was the issue because um, there's a sense that this was being driven by Tim and Benji rather than other people at the club, and other people at the club weren't necessarily on board. The Tim and Benji had driven this, and and they'd had some um, opposition from other people at the club, and then basically the club said to. Um, Brooksy and his camp, we want a decision by Sunday. We need to know by Sunday. Yeah. So I don't think he took well to having a deadline put on him either. Um, when, what, given why? the, well, why given Sunday? the offer arrived late, right? They were expecting the offer at a certain point. It arrived, I think a week late. And then they wanted an answer from him almost. Why, why rush the guy? Well, I don't know. It's a very yeah, good question. Yeah, it seems strange. And especially and think, the way. They, did they, you ever yeah. have that in your career? You say, got to sign this by now. Otherwise, it's off. No, no, I can't. I, I know it has happened to other players, but you know, look at the way Brooksy's been treated there. Like, so you throw that into it. They were actively after Mitchell Moses. They were actively after Sean Johnson. I, I, I think the move away from Brooks is a is a good one, a good one for him. And I, I think where's he yeah. Well, and I think I think his sense was that maybe it's best to move on, which we've seen. Well, there's a well. It was he's been linked with Newcastle in the past. He almost went to Newcastle. Was last the, year. Last yeah, year. Yeah. Four, 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 this, four, this year four this year. Well, Hastings went instead yeah. of Brooks, didn't he? They've got a really tight salary cap, the Knights. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue. But Kalen's now gone back to fullback. So there's a spot at six that's available now. Um, the Knights are trying to move some players. It's pretty pretty well known. Um, I, I think they're a club you've got to keep an eye on. If Josh Schuster leaves Manly, which 
they've obviously made the extension offer to him, but the, all the, the whispers are the Tigers, Tigers are hovering with intent there. Mm. So if he was to leave, I wouldn't rule that out. Um, Canterbury, potentially, is another one that maybe could do with a, a half. Canberra can do with a six now that Jack Whiten's gone. Mm. And the other interesting one's the Cowboys, because there's some stories going around that Chad Townsend wants to come back to Sydney. Um, nobody knows Luke Brooks better than Todd Payton. Coached him in mm. uh, lower grades at the West Tigers. Um, same management company. Um, so that's another club I wouldn't put a line through. And the wild card, I reckon, might be the Dragons. Mm. I was just going to say that there could be, you know, the effect of, like, mm. well, we all know the domino effect that one one player moves. Yep. The, the, the flow on yeah. effect from that, uh, you know, affects a, a multitude of players. And yeah, I think Brooks will probably just bide his time a little yeah. bit. And look, the Tigers haven't put a line through mm. coming back to the table. Um, but as it stands right now, the deal's off the table. Brooks has told him he's, he's going to market. Um, and we'll see where it lands. Weird. Yeah. What else? Well, one of our favorite subjects, the Dragons. Yeah. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is apparently the day. To there's what? a me- there's a meeting. Uh, a a meet. Well, the coach. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the coach. I believe it when I say it. What else Brady? is there with the dragons? I believe it when uh, I say it. Yeah, look, there's a meeting tomorrow. Apparently, where they're going to discuss the coaching situation. Um, Flano would still <laughs> seem. <laughs> Jimmy's not happy. Flano would still seem the man uh, in the box seat at the moment. Got to see how tomorrow plays out. But it's been funny. There's the, the it, I've, it's funny. been interesting see, watching the commentary this week around Flano, and there's been a bit of negativity around it, some positivity around it, and let's see how the board goes because the board's got to, as we've said before, it's got to be unanimous decision. Did you see that thousand word article in the Herald for, I did, by yeah. the lawyer saying that he should never be anywhere yeah. near a head it's coaching a role ever job, again? Who, what, what lawyer what? wrote an article? Look at the guy who does a he does a sports law. Darren Kane. Yeah, Kane. yeah, he does. He a, was, I think he was involved with chronology and the peptide. He was interesting read, was, but yeah. always interesting to read his stuff. But it was mm. like, whoa, okay then. I think he, he may have been a lawyer for the club during. Yeah, he said. Uh, he should not be allowed anywhere near it, given what happened at Cronulla. Ten years ago. Okay. Okay, yeah. boss. Bit so, late. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, obviously they've got, as I said, they've got, it's got to be a unanimous decision. The whisper is that there's, uh, it's not unanimous at the moment. Uh, and if Flano, if they decide tomorrow that, if they can't reach an agreement tomorrow on, on Shane Flanagan, then Dean Young looks as though he's a guy in the box seat. So... A couple of coaching futures could be There's determined a few box tomorrow. Seats that they've gone through to get There's to been that a few box seat. Box seats, yes, I'm, he- I'm I'm hesitant to call it. Given I wonder why the Roy- Jason Rolls <laughs> saga that people keep continuing to throw on my face. Uh, anyway, so any, anything else in the mailbag? That's about it. Yeah, that's it's, about it's it. a public holiday. No one's answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, gents, uh, are you going out to this game? No, we're going to do three sixty tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. You're out there. I'm um, looking forward to it. It'd be a good one. Actually. Boxing the dogs a sneaky chance. Uh, got some work with the Bulldogs there and then uh, calling for Triple M, mate. Oh, nice. Excellent. That was the Monday Scrum. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.